This is Tiny Themes Podcast with your host, Amanda Batts. It's Amanda. Welcome back to Tiny Themes Podcast. I hope you're having a great first half of your week so far. I have some fun updates to chat with you about and some kind of crazy ones. So starting with the crazy one, if you haven't heard, there was a black bear at Magic Kingdom yesterday and like Frontierland, Adventureland and Liberty Square were closed for quite a while until it was cleared as safe. Uh, I just thought it was so interesting. I guess at this time of year, they're a little more active in preparation for winter, but you don't normally hear about actual bears at Magic Kingdom. Although maybe he was just frustrated that Country Bear Jamboree is changing (laughs) and protesting. Who knows? It looks like everyone was safe in this interaction, which was good. And I'm glad that the cast members were extra cautious about that. Just a wild way to start the week at Disney. At Animal Kingdom right now, with the anticipation of an Encanto-themed area coming into Dinoland, there have been a couple little Easter eggs out there. There's an Encanto cupcake that is currently available in Dinoland, which is interesting and a new addition. And there's also an Encanto photo op available at the park, which we're all kind of thinking is an interesting nod as to what's to come for Animal Kingdom. And it's pretty exciting, so I can't wait for that to happen. And this past weekend is when Mirabelle started to do meet and greets at Magic Kingdom, and Bruno started in the Adventures Cavalcade. I wish it had started like years ago, but still we'll take what we can get, and we're glad that Encanto is having more visibility at the parks. A very interesting new update for you. If you're going to be at Disney from now through September 26th, you can go over to Disney Springs and learn some dance moves that were used in previous seasons of Dancing with the Stars up until the new season's premiere on the 26th of September. It looks like a really fun vibe and a really great evening event. So if you're out there, don't forget to check that out. Last update before we talk Discovery Cove is Rock the Universe at Universal Orlando has officially been announced. It's going to be January 26th and 27th of 2024. If you're not familiar with Rock of the Universe, it is a Christian music concert event that takes place at Universal Studios Orlando, and they have concerts going throughout the park, which is really, really fun. They don't have it. They used to have Night of Joy at Disney World, and I used to be a part of the team that got to help with that, but they don't have that anymore at Disney, and Rock the Universe at Universal is where you can go for that type of event, which is awesome. The lineup currently includes Kane, Brandon Lake, Casting Crowns, Phil Wickham, Lecrae, and We the Kingdom, plus a few more. But it's going to be a cool event. It's exciting that they announced the dates. Okay, so today I'm going to chat with y'all about Discovery Cove. I got tickets for Michael and I to go to Discovery Cove for Christmas last year. And due to just everything in life, it didn't end up working out. But we were able to make it work this past weekend. And Michael and I went for his first time ever of Discovery Coving and my second time. So in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing some information about Discovery Cove. If you've been before, there's definitely tips in here that I will be sharing. If you haven't been, it's a good way of just kind of understanding what Discovery Cove is all about to see if you want to add it to your vacation. Every day that Discovery Cove is operating, it's open from 7.15 a.m. to 5 p.m. So a benefit of getting there at the opening time at 7.15 is to getting an early dolphin swim time, which is always nice. I think it's fun to start the day with a dolphin swim if you can. Just because you get photos there and it's kind of nice to feel freshest and it's not necessarily as hot at that point of day also. Plus at 7.15 you can take advantage of the breakfast buffet that they have 
and it really just gives you an opportunity to make the most of your day. You can grab seats on one of the beach chairs and also grab your gear as well. The entry point feels very cruise port-esque. If you've ever been on a cruise before, you know what it's like to like have to do your check-in in the beginning where you get your photo taken and get all that going on along with your bag checks. That's what it feels like when you first walk into Discovery Cove. The whole experience itself definitely has like a feeling of like you're on an island vibe with a cruise port feel, which is very much my husband's vibe. So he was loving it. One of the things that really sets Discovery Cove apart is their animal encounter experiences. Of course, the dolphin swim, which is included, and that is next level. So cool. One of the most incredible experiences. The opportunity to feed the birds in the aviary is also included. You can also go check out the otters and the marmoset monkeys over at the freshwater oasis. So there's a lot of cool animal interactions. Plus my favorite animal interaction is at the Grand Reef, which I'm going to chat with you a little bit more about. I do recommend checking the boards throughout the park as well as your app day of. So you can look at the timing for when any of those animal encounters are. You can also see animal encounters throughout the park where they'll bring like they had a kookaburra come out and we were able to see the kookaburra up close and chat with the animal specialist about that. There's also, when we walked in, there was a macaw sitting there just kind of hanging out, eating some food, chilling, which was a really fun thing. And that's something very unique to SeaWorld and Discovery Cove. The one thing that I recommend not missing, because I missed it the first time, was the Flamingo Beach Walk. Now, this is only available 9.15 a.m. to 9.35 a.m. So you definitely want to get there early in the morning to check it out. It took us about 40 minutes, I'd say, to get checked in because the line outside was pretty long when we first got there. So definitely give yourself enough of a buffer time-wise to be able to do the Flamingo Beach Walk. They are not even out and about because they have a habitat that's backstage for the rest of the day. So you can't see the flamingos any other time. But they were so entertaining to watch. Michael and I had such a blast. My tip is to go over to the guest service area the sandy area right there and it's the best spot for an interaction with the flamingos they were like inches away from us and it was really really cool to be able to be that close to a flamingo i've never done that before so that's definitely what sets this experience apart from like any other beach kind of experience plus if you've gone to like cruise ports you know how sometimes those animal experiences don't feel very safe or ethical so this definitely felt fantastic like you know you know these animals are very well taken care of you know that your safety is also a priority not just you know i've been i've been to places i was i did a semester like a j term in mexico and we went to this animal facility and we got to be near alligators and i looked back at these pictures and i'm like first of all i was in college so i was like not thinking about safety as much as i do now that i'm a parent but We were literally right next to these massive alligators. Actually, I think they were crocodiles. My one friend was like inches away from them from a photo. And then I was holding a baby gator at this place in Mexico. And there was no tape on the baby gator's mouth. And I was like, oh my gosh, like how unsafe is that? So Discovery Cove, very safe. Nothing that you need to worry about with that, which is fantastic. Discovery Cove itself is split into three areas. So there's a lazy river area, which has the freshwater oasis. There's the dolphin swim location, and then there's a grand reef. So that's how I like to think about it. It's in a line. When you first enter, it's the freshwater area, then the dolphin swim, and then the grand reef is all the way at the back. I call it the not so lazy river because there are like a lot of sections that dip from like three feet of water to like eight feet of water. And then there's like these massive, intensely pressured (laughs) 
waterfalls coming down to keep the birds in the aviary. So it's definitely not something that you can be like, yeah, let's just chill on here because you get wet for sure. So I recommend doing that at the end of the day after your dolphin swim because your hair and everything will definitely be sopping wet by the time you come out of that. It's a fun experience in the lazy river, no question about that, but it's definitely not very lazy. The dolphin swim area, they have a beach area in front of the dolphin swim. So even if you're not ready for your dolphin swim time, you can sit there and watch the dolphins do their experience and watch somebody else do their experience, which is really fun because the dolphins do like different jumps and things. It's very entertaining, even if you're not doing the dolphin swim yet. And plus I've noticed those chairs seem to fill up a little bit less fast than the other ones. Not really sure why, but I feel like that would be a really entertaining place to sit. We didn't do much sitting because we really wanted to just check out everything and go on adventures as much as we could. And that took us up until park closed. So we didn't actually get to like sit and chill. But if that is what you're there to do, this is a really good spot for it. Now the Grand Reef. It is like such a stunning area to get to swim through. You could swim in the saltwater tank with stingrays and tropical fish. They're huge for the most part. There was this one, I don't even think it was a stingray. It was just this huge creature that I got to see. Check on my Instagram. You probably know what it is better than I do, but um, it was it was just so amazing. So you get to bring your snorkel in there. It's salt water. You go in with your wetsuit and you get to swim with all these tropical fish and stingrays and I'm not a huge swimming gal and I don't really love snorkeling. So I didn't technically snorkel, but I did take my phone on a little snorkel trip. So my phone took some great videos and I got to just walk around and I got to pet some of the fishes. They would swim by and the stingrays, which is really cool to just like get down and just put your hand down and they literally like swim right in it. It's really amazing. My husband is definitely more of a snorkeler and he was having a blast going over to the deeper sections and there was an eel habitat that was behind glass as well. And he got to see this eel that he said the eel's face was as big as his face was. It was like 10 feet down. So he would like dive down and go see these eels. And he had such a blast. There were so many people there, but there were so many fish and stingrays and creatures. It was just incredible. So spend a good chunk of time over there. You can also add on experiences at Discovery Cove, like using one of those things that like weighs you down to walk on the ocean floor. You can do that over there. You can also have a shark feeding experience and all sorts of stuff. Now those are all add-ons, but actually getting to swim in the reef is totally included and it's an absolute blast. So some of my tips are, like I said, get there early so that you can do your dolphin swim the earliest possible. I think it's great from a photo standpoint, but then also for the fact that you don't have to worry about a return time because really everything is kind of at your own pace at Discovery Cove. But when you have your dolphin swim that you do have to go to a specific place to prep for the dolphin swim. So if you don't have to worry about a return time and you can just kind of do anything whenever you want to, it would give for a more relaxed experience. Ours was at 1.15 and we arrived to check in at 8.30 they automatically populate your swim time. So I was actually impressed that it was at 1.15. I thought ours was going to be a little bit later given the size of the line. But just to give you an idea of getting there at 7.15 really does affect that. Now wetsuits are included and are required for the Grand Reef and the Dolphin Swim area. Basically anytime you're interacting with animals. My favorite of the wetsuits is the one with the short sleeves and shorts because although it's hot outside, the water is super cold in those areas 
And people who had just the vest, because you can wear a vest with shorts or a vest with your swimsuit, it's not really much of a help and you are very cold. Like Michael had a vest just for when he was snorkeling and he was super cold. I was really comfortable in mine and he ended up changing into the wetsuit for the dolphin swim later because he knew how cold he was and didn't want to feel that way with the dolphins. So they have multiple options. They have the full wetsuit, full arms and legs, which is great if you're going during a colder season. Then they have the shorts and the short sleeve shirt, one piece wetsuit, and then they have just the the vest. So you get to choose whatever you're most comfortable with. For the freshwater area, you're not required to wear a wetsuit. I will say the wetsuits are crazy hot until you get into the water. So I only wore mine kind of like halfway until I got into the water, then I put it on and it was a lifesaver, which is great. But all of that is included. I'm gonna also talk to you in a minute about what they provide versus what you need to pack. So hold on to that for just a second. Both times that I went, I used the provided lockers that were by the freshwater side. It just feels a little bit of a calmer experience there. You can get your wetsuits and snorkels there. And I do recommend grabbing a snorkel bag before you go to the Grand Reef because we could not find snorkels for the life of us over there. So we are really glad that we grabbed ours where we did because it was the other side of the park and it would have been an absolute pain to have to go all the way back there to get them. I do also recommend arriving a bit early for your dolphin swim and they go over like a safety video and check you in and talk about what you can wear and what you can't wear with the dolphins, where to touch them safely, which is behind where their blowhole is because you don't want to like poke them in the eyes or their ears. You can only wear wedding rings and a watch, a wristwatch to swim. Everything else you have to either put in a locker or if you have it like in a bag, you can set it on the rocks that are out by the dolphin swim. Sunshades and hats, you have to commit to either wear them or don't for the dolphin swim. If you don't wear them, that's totally fine. If you do want to wear a, sun sh a pair of sunshades or a hat, you do have to wear it the entire time of the dolphin swim because you're not allowed to take them off during the entirety of it. So just be aware of that, even for the photos. No phones are allowed when you're on the dolphin swim, but there is a photographer that takes your photos with the dolphins right there at the dolphin swim location. Now I was blown away by this because the photos were insanely expensive and it's obviously an upcharge. It's not what's included, although it should be included given the price point. If you wanted all of your photos digitally, it was $299 for that. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like what century are we living in? I feel like this seems absolutely insane. It's $99 for four picture prints and that was I think six by eight and then $40 for just one photo. So essentially the best deal was to get four picture prints for $99. And by deal, I mean, not really a deal, but that was literally the only thing that we got to like show that we had the dolphin experience and for us to remember it. So after like thinking about it for a really long time, we ended up getting the package that was the four picture prints because we had four pictures that we really did like, so we didn't wanna miss out on those. But I just, just come prepared for that because I was shocked by how expensive that was and I didn't really budget that for our, for our day because everything else is kind of included. So just, just be aware of that as well if you're coming to Discovery Cove. If you have anybody who's not doing the dolphin swim in your party at the same time that you're doing the dolphin swim, people can take photos and videos from outside of the dolphin swim area. So on the sand, so they're not like super close up photos and you can't pose for them at all but if you wanted to take a video of your experience if you have someone with you they can take videos and photos from the beach so as far as what discovery cove provides 
that you don't have to pack, which is it's actually a pretty great list, is all the food and drinks and snacks for the day are included. So they have ice cream, sodas, waters, of course, desserts, fresh fruit, salad, burgers, entrees. They had fish, which I thought was slightly humorous. The food was not fabulous. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I did enjoy the pizza. They had a pizza station that was right next to the ice cream station, and the pizza was good. They had, like, barbecue chicken pizza. The breakfast was our favorite, so I do recommend coming there for the breakfast. The lunch was okay, but it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, this is the best food I've ever had, but it worked. I do recommend, since you're already out by the theme parks, doing a fun dinner out afterwards. We went over to City Walk and had dinner at Margaritaville because it just felt like we were on a cruise anyhow. So that was like the natural location to shift our date to. So after Discovery Cove, we went out there. But you get breakfast and lunch and all of your snacks throughout the day included. If you want an alcoholic beverage, you can either purchase them individually or you can get a drink package or you can get a certain number of drinks per day at one of the bars they do have really pretty tropical drinks so if you're interested in that you can either do that day of or in advance they also provide towels showers sunscreen beach strollers if you're bringing a kiddo life jackets of all sizes wetsuits of all sizes and snorkels so all of that is included what i recommend packing is you want to pack a swimsuit a change of clothes and shoes for after the park Water shoes, I did not pack this time and I wish I did because you are walking everywhere. So it's really hard to, like you can't necessarily bring like sandals and set them off to the side, especially like for the lazy river. The sand was super hot in certain areas. I wish I would have had water shoes. So definitely bring water shoes. Um, Sunshades, if you want to bring sunglasses, definitely bring your own for that. I brought a book and like items to just sit and chill on the beach, but we didn't end up doing that just because we were super like active and adventurous the whole time. But if you want to, that would be something great to bring. And then the thing that I absolutely recommend is one of those waterproof phone cases that hang around your neck. I got one that had room for our Discovery Cove ticket for the day because it's like a plastic ticket. It shows when your dolphin swim time is. I brought and I had room for the key for the locker that we had there and then my phone. And I was actually able to take quite a few photos and videos there on that because I had the waterproof case the whole day. So that was something I would absolutely bring again because it was fantastic. One of the things you cannot bring to the park are any outside food or drinks. So I ended up having to take even just some of the water bottles that I brought back to the car when I first got there. I find this kind of humorous. They say stay hydrated, but there's only limited water stations like they're where all the soda locations are it's just kind of fascinating to me because i'm like there should be water stations like everywhere especially after like the strenuous stuff like if you were really hardcore snorkeling like there was no water anywhere close by like you had to walk a little ways to get to some water which was fine but I like to stay extra hydrated when we go to the parks. I usually bring like a cooler of water that we have in our stroller. So maybe I just stay hydrated a little too much or something, but just be aware of that when you're coming to the park. So overall, it was a very relaxed day. We had a blast. Like it was, it's a really great spot for older kids and adults. I did see kids like toddlers and babies there for sure. But obviously that limits what you can do because you do have to be six years or older to swim at the dolphins. I did see there were some like babies in the reef swim area. So the coral reef area, they had life life vests on and were just kind of hanging out with their parents, But which is cool that you can be right next to those fish at such a young age. So just be aware of the fact that you can't do everything when you have the kids. I do not recommend the little ones 
in that lazy river because it really truly isn't lazy and the water like that would be absolutely miserable and like especially a really little one use your best judgment on that of course in the freshwater area there are these seats that are in the water that are really it's super shallow water but you can just sit there that would be a really fun spot for the kids to splash around but there is no like splash pad or anything like that so just be aware you might want to do this when your kids are a little bit older like six plus all in all, Discovery Cove is an absolute blast. I highly recommend it. It's an amazing experience that you can't really have anywhere else in that level of safety and quality. The trainers are phenomenal. They were so much fun and they made our experience incredible. And if you happen to get to work with Calypso the dolphin, she is absolutely a treat. She was the most dramatic dolphin, had the cutest poses, and she was such a doll. She actually let Michael and I and everyone in our group hug her, which I guess most dolphins don't like. So they had us at one point squatting and she like in the shallow part, she would lay on our legs and then we could hug her and she would put her tail up and then her, her face up and it was precious. So Calypso is our favorite dolphin officially, but every single dolphin there was so cute and so much fun. You could tell everyone was having a blast. I'll be sharing videos about our experience just so you can check out check it out for yourself. But I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and a great week until I get to talk to you again. Feel free to go over to Bibbidi Bobbidi Bats on Instagram and you can check out our family's adventures. Until then, I hope you have a great rest of your day. On behalf of myself and two of my favorite little assistants at Tiny Themes Podcast, thanks for listening. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.